You know what we about, you know what we do. As one Crookshank, your one and only Moose Swiftly speaker, checking in for a daily Moose Swiftly thought, giving your perspective on teamwork that you will not get anywhere else. Right into it as I always do, you know. According this couple hours after a Thursday night football game in which we saw the demise, the, pretty much all but the end of Zach Wilson, right? You know, the highly sought after quarterback. The, I believe he was the second draft, the second quarterback dra taken from the draft. The first one was Trevor Lawrence. And it was, you know, I went to Stony Brook, so <laughs> I met a lot of Jets fans. And I know they're hurting because they have such a solid team. And they're not, you know, the quarterback is flopping. And, you know, look, one win, you would you would have Trevor Lawrence right now, right? And then your quarterback is flopping. Your quarterback is not getting the job done in so many words. And it, it brings me to the problem, you know, the, the issue that people have when it comes to football, when it comes to, not people, let, let's just say the issue with football. The issue with football is... Uh, too often, like I was telling you yesterday, do we spend too much time worrying about the quarterback and making everything the quarterback's fault when you win or when you're, when, when you're losing, everything is the quarterback's fault. The quarterback and the head coach get too much of the blame when it comes to who wins and loses the game, all right? And the problem, the problem, if you, if the problem is spend too much time with these quarterbacks. And when I say time, I mean we spend too much money. There's too much money going in to bullshit quarterback camps, bullshit seven-on-seven -seven tournaments, all this kind of stuff. Those things that I just mentioned, quarterback camps, seven-on-sevens, yes, they're great when it comes to maybe learning your routes. They're great when it comes to maybe developing a relationship with your receivers. They're great when it comes to all of the stuff, maybe some of the play calling, knowing your play calls, knowing your motions, knowing your formations, knowing your splits, knowing where you need to be, reading defenses and all that kind of stuff. Well, actually, look, I'll stop there. It is not great when it comes to reading defenses. You know why it's not great when it comes to reading defenses? Because in seven on seven and in quarterback camps, there's no fucking pass rush. There's no pads. There's no pass rush. So of course a quarterback's gonna be great on in a seven on seven in the field when there's no pass rush. And you know, yes, they, they're definitely gonna step up in the pocket when again there's no fucking pass rush. No one can hit them. Right. So, of course, they're going to look good during the summer. The real question, the real question is, does this quarterback step up in the pocket knowing he's going to take a hit and deliver a strong pass? That is the true test to see how great a quarterback is going to be. You know, one of my favorite books, one of my favorite books when it comes to just sports and scouting and things of that nature. It's a book titled The GM by Tom Callahan. This was, he wrote about it around the time that Eli Manning was being drafted. And it was, it documents the Giants season, the ups and downs. It was about a, a general manager, I believe, Ernie Axori or something like that. And he talked about the highs and lows of being the general manager of a football team. And what they said when it comes to scouting quarterbacks, when it comes to scouting quarterbacks, is they look for something different. They look for something different. It's not how they perform necessarily. Yes, you gotta have the intangibles. You gotta be tall and fast and have a nice arm and all that stuff. But the reality of what they look for, what you look for in a quarterback is does he have conviction? Does he have conviction? Does he have confidence? Is he have, how does he carry himself on the sideline? All of those things, all right? Now, actually, I'll close you out with this story. In high school, in high school, we had a, I had a quarterback that I got, Zach Engel. Zach Engel was the quarterback, my quarterback in high school. Someone that, again, to this day, I love, love you, Zach. Hope you're doing well, bro. All right. So Zach, I met Zach 
when I was a kid, I met him when we played against him. And, and in fact, he was one of those players that Surly had put in the hospital. It was a game and it's late. It was like game in which, again, he drops back. And uh, one of my teammates, name is Surly Monzi, puts him in the hospital through because of a hit that he took and all that stuff. So I, from that point, I always respected Zach, right? I always respected how Zach was. I always respected him because of that hit that he took. And it was, it was kind of ironic and kind of, coincidental that he and I became co-captains as a senior right so anyway on the like during in the offseason throughout my senior year everyone's trying to get recruited and there were a lot of college coaches coming in and out to talk to Zach right and Zach was he was on the bubble he had all the intangibles to be a division one athlete however as a quarterback there was a lot of question marks you're not going to just offer a quarterback things like that right so here's what happened <laughs> all right there there was a time in which coach McFadden the one who was the one who usually dealt with all the recruiting and things like that Coach McFadden comes into the cafeteria and I guess he had he had just listened to a voice message from Zach's dad <laughs> because after he listens to it his he puts his head down and he just, it was just me and it just happened to be me and him at the at the table and he just looks at me he goes look Zach's dad is getting on my fucking nerves man <laughs> the next thing the next thing Coach McFadden says he goes yeah he keeps wanting to waste his money on all these damn camps now again there was, there, there, well, I'll just cut it right there. I'll just cut it right there because that point that he made, it stuck with me throughout my entire time as, you know, scouting and when I got into the business and how I kind of look at quarterbacks and things like that. And he's right. The truth is a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of dads of quarterbacks, a lot of the quarterback parents, a lot of coaches spend too much money on these seven on seven camps on these quarterback camps and all this other stuff when the reality is you need to you need to save that money or invest that money if you're willing to invest that money you need to invest that money in boxing lessons you need to invest that money in doing something that's going to actually dictate what he's going to go through on the field and again these seven on seven and these quarterback camps they're not dictating what's happening on the field because there's no pass rush or right? there's no live bullets coming at them pass rush that's why you need to go and get those plus ly athlete bundles you need to buy some boxing gloves buy some boxing lessons for him so they can get in the habit of moving boom boom watching you see how the feet's moving boom throwing the punch knowing when to take it and then not being afraid to take a hit that is the key that is the key just giving it to you real, all right? You can get those plus LY athlete bundles on makeyamove.com. That's M-A-K-E-Y-A-M-O-V-E.com. Make sure you go cop up several of those. Or every quarterback you know, make sure you get one for them, all right? Also, on that same website, it is my, my podcast is on there. Comes out five days a week. All of the books, the Plus LY merch, everything. It's a one-stop drop for all your teamwork and personal development needs, all right? <sighs> As one Crookshank, you want to only move swiftly speaker. Checking out. You guys continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon.